balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a physician. I've been in practice for 40 years. You know, when I started taking this, you know, I, I don't like medicines, and I probably have taken more people off medicine than I put on it. And so I looked at it, and it's pretty much a natural uh, element. And there's no question in my mind, knowing a lot of patients, that uh, people my age, you know, 60 and over, do not eat right. And they certainly don't get the appropriate uh, uh, nutrients through the vegetables, fruits, and things like that. So I think that it supplies the building blocks that your body normally would use to heal itself. And uh, if you don't get them, you don't heal right. So it's amazing. I mean, I'm doing what I did two years ago. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code Kate. The Kate Daly Show, because all opinions matter and George Soros will pay good money for them. The show starts now. November 8th, on November 8th, on November 8th, there's going to have judgment on the illegitimate Biden regime and quite frankly, and quite frankly, Nancy Pelosi and the entire committee. And we know which way that's going. Either they've already been turfed out like Liz Cheney, right, or have quit like Kinzinger and other Democrats, or they're about to be beaten like Luria and others or they will lose their power and become a minority and Nancy Pelosi and, and uh, Tom's chairman Thompson, all of it. This is a, this is a, this is democracy. This is democracy. The American people are way in measuring what went on with the Justice Department and how they comported themselves. They're weighing and measuring that right now, and they will vote on November 8th. They will vote. Hang on. They will vote. Hang on. They will. They will silence. They will Anything you want to say to them? Can I go ahead and finish? Can I? Thanks. On November 8th. On November 8th, the American people will raise judgment. And we will groom the Biden administration ends on the eighth evening of the eighth of November. And let me be let me some other thing is that the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, will end up being the first attorney general that's brought up on charges of impeachment and he will be removed from office. Thank you very much. That was Steve Bannon, uh, sentenced to four months. And, uh, you know, I mean, let's hope, right? Yeah. And, and can miracles occur? I don't know anymore. Uh, but uh, we're not a democracy. It's the only thing I disagreed with her at Republic. But, uh, say, you know, and, and of course, the article, we mentioned this last hour, but the article, the, the, the headlines, they're such liars, okay? Nice teeth, nice hair, uh, lie through their teeth. And <laughs> the headline said that he couldn't talk because of the protesters. There were like five obnoxious protesters. And and screaming over him, but you could hear what he was saying just fine. And uh, um, four months, four months for speaking out. And so, you know, look, uh, we have a lot of abuse of free speech right now. You're not allowed to say anything since when is that a crime? Can you show me the actual crime of saying something? But uh, but we have a problem. And I don't know what we're going to do about that as a nation, but everybody's seeing the, um, the uh, legal system go down the toilet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are seeing the FBI go down the toilet. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of henchmen 
um, for this fraudulent King Fraudalot and his little gal pal Hormala. And why do I call her Hormala? Because she slept her way to the top and she was proud of it with married men. So, you know, she is a very... <laughs> Very interesting gal, and uh, they try to keep her in a closet somewhere because every time she opens her mouth, she's bizarre. And well, frankly, so is King Fraud a lot. And they just keep rolling them out for ice cream and putting them back in a crate. And then they roll them out for ice cream and put them back in a, in a crate. But let me just say this: uh, the presidency in Hormala, uh, this we're, we're, we were cooed as a nation, obviously, in the middle of the night, um, courtesy of our media that uh, that that absolutely. Um, uh, you know, we're all in on this. So they wanted to make sure that, that we that, that the coup was successful. Um, we are having to deal with the people at the helm that are really running the country. And it's not fraud a lot who can't put two words together, who forgets his name and Hormala. OK, it is <laughs> there's a lot of people running this country. And now people are finally starting to figure that out now that our legal system is kind of showing itself. Um, we will take your calls, 888-673-1450. It's a Friday show. What can I say? And I've got the great, the fabulous, World War II vet, Don Fo I know, I have to keep saying that because Hi. you're a rarity. Well, you're a rarity. <laughs> you're Listen, a rarity. You think because, because uh, uh, he got, what, only four months? Yeah. What are they going to do to you? No, I don't give him any ideas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my this heavens. This is the most outspoken show on the, in yeah, the United States. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe we're still syndicated. We're still in Chicago. We're still syndicated. Anyway, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy show, but we're happy to do it. And, you know, and Don's book is what one of the catalysts that, that really gave me a, a new perspective on how deep this goes behind the presidency, who really owns the presidencies, who really controls things, because the figurehead is the presidency, but everything is done, you know, um, behind the scenes. Even the bills are written not by your legislators, not by your congressmen, I should say. It's They're written by teams of people, of bureaucrats that run think tanks, because those people that, that are kind of like, I look at them, I kind of have a vision of them dancing on the stage, and then they take them off and put in a new crew dancing on the stage, okay? And they're all twirling in circles as they go across the stage. So they get their limelight, and then they don't go to, they don't go somewhere to, 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 to be somewhere else and retire and play golf. They stay in Washington, and they are still writing the bills and foreign policy, just like Dick Cheney. He's a really scary guy. He can stare at the camera for two minutes without blinking while he's threatening America uh, that they can't vote for Trump. So you have all of these horrific people um, and the, the Obamas and everybody else at the helm, um, and, and they're still involved in, in the mechanisms of our foreign aid, of our um, bills, all of those horrific bills. I told everybody yesterday um, when they wrote the COVID trillion dollar bill, by the way, it went from billions to trillions awfully quick, right? And we're in the middle of an emergency, so we're not supposed to think about that. Anyway, the COVID trillion dollar bill, everything was slammed into that bill. A lot of money laundering going on. But um, but when they wrote that, um, they wrote in a section that said we were moving into digital currency and the digital currency outlets would be at the post offices and you'd get a card and you could go redeem your government bucks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> your government buck um, at the with your with your little government digital card over at the post office because they were in every city in America and you could you could go find one of those and uh, they had it all laid out. I have screenshots of it still and they they took they put it out there and then they took it out before they passed the bill because there were too many saying way a little 
little too quick. They didn't want to come in that quick. So we have we're, we're facing a lot here as we crawl into um, as we crawl into these things like digital currency. These things that are really going to transform our nation that are horrific because it's a lot of tracking. And so I want to get your comments on that. But let's first take a phone call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Kate. This Hi is there. Mike. Hi, Mike from Florida. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Good. Enjoying your Friday. Absolutely. It's sunny. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want jump off a bridge yeah. radio. So, <laughs> nope. We got to keep our Fridays nope, fun. Not at all. All right. So, Actually, so yeah. I had two questions for Mr. Fotheringham. Do it. Do it. Awesome. Okay. So, you know, I grew up in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and I mean, I can only imagine how it was in the 40s and 50s. And I think we can agree that that America is pretty much gone. Hmm. But yeah, I would agree. I wanted to ask Mr. Fotheringham, mm-hmm. first question, do you see the 50-state America surviving? Yes. Or should we focus, like, on a regional uh, nations? And then my second question, if you were president or king for a day, you could say, what kind of decisions would you make with that power? And I'll hang up and take them off the air. <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you, Mike. Really appreciate that. Go ahead. Okay. I would not regionalize. We're much better off with the smaller states. Uh, regional would be pretty much controlled by the federal. And so I would say no to that part. And then your second question? What was the second I question? Can't, I can't remember. Call back, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <Sorry> <laughs> Seriously, it's that. a Friday, and oh, I didn't get no, sleep for two nights. Oh, what, what to do about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Okay. Uh, be informed. Hmm. Uh, it uh, It's very easy to go online, and there are a number of... Uh, uh, programs that uh, give you the voting record of your state and federal legislators. Look up mm-hmm. their voting records. Right. See how they're doing. Uh, if they're uh, on the Constitution, uh, if they're with it, send them a letter, a comp- compliment mm-hmm. them, let them know about it, or give them a phone call. Right. If they're not on it, let them know that, that they have taken an oath to uh, honor and uh, obey the Constitution of the United States. Yeah. And if they're not, that is where most of our problems come from. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Um, love that. Thank you. Um, Don's book, The um, President Makers, I was totally not kidding when I said, get this gift for your kids for Christmas. And then if you want to still give them money or something else for Christmas, just put it inside the book so they have to read it to get the to get the money. And you'll know because they'll thank you for the money if they actually oh, read that's it. That's wonderful. You know, if I ever get any money, I'll put a dollar in every page. <laughs> so then you know they can't lie to you and go, yeah, I read that. I read that. Yeah, all right. How many dollars did you get? <laughs> that is awesome. I'm serious. Sometimes you got to be, you know, parents. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> work with what you have. Yeah. Um, no, our kids really need to understand this this world. And we did not get here by accident. I see. I'm not a coincidence theorist. There are a lot of coincidence theorists roaming the earth that think everything's a coincidence. And oh, my gosh, it just totally happened like that. No, I, I, I don't believe in that. I believe in um, that things happen and they happen uh, because of well-laid plans and if we don't understand that, if you if that concept seems unreal, um, then you need to you need to go back into some books. And, well, you know that's study. why they. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in, I think it was about 1962. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was beginning to recognize things that were going on in the right. country, right. and uh, I used the word conspiracy. Mm-hmm. 
And how right, dare you? Yeah, you, you're right. <laughs> yeah, right about that time, only a right wing lunatic <laughs> would believe there is a conspiracy. Right. And they, we heard this over and over again mm-hmm. on the radio yeah. and and uh, in in our education mm-hmm. institutions. You're absolutely have be absolutely crazy if you believe conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's modified a little bit. You can use the word conspiracy if you follow by, follow it by theory. Mm. If it's a theory, ah. well then then it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, re- yeah. But if you say it as reality, you're in trouble. And you're showing it in their own words. Yeah. You're even more in trouble. Yeah. Well, here's a story for you. There was a government that got together and they actually conspired to kill all the babies up to two years old. Did you know that? Yeah, in the scriptures. But if you say that, I guess you would be a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) So, hmm. And it seems as though Christ's parents were not good global citizens. They did not do uh, what they were supposed to do. They fled. Isn't that interesting? And but if you go back and you say that, see, really, what we're saying is, is conspiracies never happened. If 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 you attack people for a conspiracy, then you're saying you really don't even believe in scripture because the scriptures are full of conspiracies that were hatched (laughs) against uh, Christ for Pete's sakes. Yeah, you can't can't read the scriptures. They call it, uh, they don't use the word conspiracy very often. They use the word secret combination. Yes, yes. And they're one combination Mm -hmm. after another. If that's not a conspiracy, I've never seen it. But even even in that context... isn't it, it? Yeah. They want to silence you. Well, it's very, don't you, doesn't anyone find it kind of compelling that somebody could be somebody that reads the scriptures and then turns around and goes, you conspiracy theorist. I'm like, what? You read the same book I do and you profess to its truthfulness. And then you turn around and say that I am a wacko. Are you serious with this? Good gravy. Have you actually read the book? Uh, so we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. More with Don Fotheringham on a Friday. We'll take your calls. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to tell you real quick. Look, we didn't invest in uh, T-shirts and hats. We could have. Believe me, I've come up with a slogan or two, as you could probably imagine. We have the commemorative uh, Kate Daly Show coin because... 
We want to put money back in your pocket. And we knew that right now, with everything going on, you would want to invest in precious metals. This is a real silver coin. It is a uh, minted after the first coin ever produced in the United States. It has a piece of history that I love. And it has the Kate Daly show on it, Be Faithful, Be Fearless. comes in a beautiful case. $99, and most of that goes to the show. But it is going to put money back in your pocket. And I do think silver is only going up. I wanted to make sure that you got something out of that, out of helping Truth in Radio. We're up against a lot because shows like this don't go on for a long time because uh, corporations usually edge us out. And I don't want that to happen. Please help this show stay on the air and you can help free speech and know that you did something to help free speech in America survive this. Radio is very important. It's a very important element because you're listening. And when people are listening, as Rush used to point out, when people are listening, they're digesting those words better than watching stuff, something on TV and watching visuals. It's a really important medium. And I want to stay here doing the show with all of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you. Go to Kate Dow radio.com and please pick up a few of those coins i would really appreciate it thank you from the bottom of my heart lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show land i love stand beside her and guide her just gave me chills. I love his version of that. It's That's beautiful. Ben Honeycutt. I'm so uh, glad you used that. Wow. <clears throat> uh, simple. And, you know, it's interesting. You can't listen to those songs without tearing up. There's something so tangible there and so beautiful there. I can listen to love songs and pop music and all all the rest. There's nothing like those songs. I, I And, you know, in the revolution, we were fighting people that weren't, you know, weren't citizens of the country. Now we're fighting citizens of our country. <laughs> I, it's, it's bizarre. And, uh, but when you get down to the truth, no, we're not a racist nation. Um, uh, no, there, you know, that we, we have, uh, we have equality covered in the constitution. Uh, we're all equal in the courtroom. That's the only equality we ever need. Um, it's the only equality we should ever ask for. Everything else is taking rights away to give to somebody else. There's so many things like that that we as Americans are failing to understand because the words are really pretty that they try to say, and, and it's lipstick on a pig. 
It's lipstick on a pig, and we don't, we're not seeing it. And there's a lot of people that aren't seeing it. I know you guys are. I'm preaching to the choir, but it, it, a lot of people aren't seeing that. So it's it's very, very frustrating out there right now, and we're fighting citizens of our own country that have been so brain warped. And, um, and what are we going to do? And I've got Don Fotheringham here. What a gift he is and has been in my life. And I've really treasured all my correspondence with him because um, this has been a tough a tough position. Um, you're trying to get out the truth and it's hard. And I really appreciated him um, through the years in his book, The President Makers. You need to get some extra copies for your kids for Christmas and you need to get one for yourself and have it on the shelf and pull it out every once in a while to remind yourself, okay, how we got here so we can fight it correctly. If you don't know what you're fighting, how do you fight it? Um, we'll take your calls, 888-673-1450. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com, preparewithkate.com, and you can get great food storage. Uh, incredible food storage and you can pay on it later if you need to or put it into a budget payment that way you you know but get a year's supply okay if you haven't done it just start doing it this is your window to buy it this these prices right now and you can still this window is open take advantage of that window and uh, please do that and then it's preparewithkate.com you're going to get great deals great deals best prices on the internet also balance of nature I mentioned in the last hour I was watching a documentary on sugar if you drink a coke it wipes out 50% of your immune system for four hours. Can you believe that? Did you drink a Coke today? <laughs> Are you guilty? <laughs> this is why I love Sorry Don. about that. One thing's for sure, we have honesty on this show. <laughs> he is eight hours without 50% of his immune system. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. That is great. I'm so glad. He's so, he's so honest. I love him. Uh, it, <laughs> Don, how old are you? 95. 95 years old. I love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. What a, what, what a, you are just a, a center of wisdom. But let me tell you, balanceofnature.com will help you kind of get that immune system back. Please uh, make sure and order balanceofnature.com, balanceofnature.com, and um, 35% off and free shipping. And you're going to love this product. You're going to start to feel the difference after about a week and a half it takes to kick in. And, I'm going to do it. I'm oh, do it. it. No, yeah, do it, Don. Definitely. I'm serious. That yeah. is the best product. Oh, my gosh. And it's clean fruits and vegetables, no chemicals or anything. Your body's going to love you so much, and we need all hands on deck right now. Let's take a call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for having Don sure. on again. You bet. Uh, Don, Don uh, my question is about uh, nullification, and if, if you can elaborate for all of us about it. Uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson one sentence said, "Whenever so, excuse me, when soever the general government assumes undelegated powers, the acts are." unauthoritative, void, and of no force. And he didn't say just the legislatures have to nullify. He's not limited there. We're all citizens to nullify unconstitutional acts. So I'd like you to maybe expand on that, on what we need to do both at our state in terms of nullifying state unconstitutional acts and federal uh, unconstitutional acts. And one related area is all this emergency power that uh, our politicians say they gain by calling that it's unconstitutional, super constitutional. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should we respond? How should we respond when they say they have an extra power that's not in their constitution? Excellent <laughs> question. Yeah, Thanks, a, Mark. Excellent a, questions. That's really a good question. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my concern about nullification is that it's a formality. 
And the Constitution does not provide for a formal nullification of federal law. There, but the it does provide for uh, its uh, neglecting it, ignoring it. And in my opinion, we should not uh, try to get the states together on nullification because you might not get all the states. You might not get even a majority of them. If one or two states nullify, that doesn't make it a legal uh, procedure. Mm-hmm. My opinion is you simply ignore it. And I've read the documents. I've read the um, records of the Federal Convention of 1787. And the idea they had there was that if it is not constitutional, you do not apply the law. But you still don't make a formal refutation of the law. You just ignore it. Mm. And that would be my advice to the people today. If you have an unconstitutional requirement, uh, don't try to make it a legal case. Mm -hmm. Just don't do it. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Uh, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Don Fotheringham. Hi, Kate. Hi. It's Hi Don. there. Um, this is Mike again. Okay. Okay. Excellent. My second question was, if if Mr. Fotheringham yes. was President oh. Fotheringham, mm-hmm. or even better, just let's just go with it for a moment. Could we dream? If you had absolute power, mm-hmm. you were king of, of America, <laughs> what kind of changes would you make right now mm-hmm. to get us our course corrected? And I'll hang up and... Thank you. Excellent. Excellent question, Mike. Okay. okay. All right. The what very, would you do? The very first thing I would do would be to rescind the alleged authority that I have. I would deny that I have that authority. A president or a king in our system has only the power to enforce that which Congress legislates. Only the the Senate and the House can make law. The president cannot make law. So I would remove that. I'd remove executive orders from the president. I'd turn it all back over to Congress. And then if it needs enforcement, then I would act on it. Well, amen to that. (laughs) That's the way way it should be. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Absolutely. He's running around like King Fraud a lot. That's why I call him that. um, Because, um, you know, and basically he's reading a teleprompter. I get it. uh, But they turned him into a king and he's happy to do it. Uh, You know, he, he was such a joke for 45 years. And... It's just so funny to me when people try to say, oh, yes, uh, the country just nobody even showed up when he announced his presidency. He could get 2000 people in a room. But yes, the whole country, 80 million votes <laughs> for this doofus. And, and, and you think, you know, he was the joke. Obama wouldn't even stand hardly in the same room with him. He just he was just so unappealing and sniffing hair and doing all the things he does and 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 crook and with his son and China, the whole nine yards. And it isn't. Does it still just. Does it still get you when people are like, oh, no, he is the president? Oh, yes. We, <laughs> we must have. He got more votes in history, that total doof. He got more votes in history. Are you just, are you? Uh, are you talking about Joe Biden? Yeah, they just, they ran with yeah. this lie so much that they just doubled down on the lie to try to convince I, us. I think it would be absolutely impossible for the American people to have voted for a man that was that stupid <laughs> uh, running a campaign. I do not believe we're that dumb. <laughs> we're dumb, but we're not, we're that, not dumb. that dumb. Right. They, they came out with an article on Wednesday and it said that cockatoos were uh, showing signs of being extremely smart and it said, should humans be worried? And I was like, yeah, because 
we're really a dense people. I do believe that cockatoos could be, but we're not that dense. So, um, after being a joke in the media for so long, to try to entertain the idea that more Americans voted for that numbskull than anybody, than anybody, I. No one believes Nobody that, Nobody believes right? that, okay. no. Yeah. That's why I've said that you're wasting your time with these audits. Yeah. It has to be fraud. Oh, it's... You don't... Yeah. It was just a way to buy time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we, we do have a problem mm-hmm. at the ballot box, and that problem has to be solved at the state level, not at the county. The one thing to watch for, honestly, is that this is one thing that's been noticed since 2020 more than anything. So this is one thing that has changed. It's been more visible. We had We've always had... The, the software problem and the ballot box stuffing. But this one thing has changed across the country. And I've talked to many states about this, my state included, even my local community, we had a 50% turnout. You don't get 50% turnouts. It's, it's, an, impo- it's an impossibility. You, you don't, it can't happen. So there are places in Arizona with 100% turnout, <laughs> registered voter turnout. Okay. Do you guys actually believe that? Because at the most, everybody votes every four years when a president's involved, they don't usually, you know, they don't show up for the other, but when a president's involved, they always think federal, something with the federal is going to, you know, be more important. So they're, they're going to go vote for the president. And in 2016, um, across the board, we had about 20 to 25% turnouts for that. That's the highest in history. (laughs) Okay. So the highest in history is half of what is going on right now. So that means that there's a lot of, of people voting that aren't real. A lot of ballots are going to wrong addresses. They're getting sent in. There's duplicates. There's all kinds of problems. And no one's talking about it. And this is how I know a lot of uh, conservative show hosts out there are not doing people the service that they should be doing. No one's talking about it. So I've been bringing it up a lot. I brought, I bring it up on Alex Jones all the time because the turnouts, look at the turnouts. They had to inflate the turnout because it's, that's a whole nother ballot stuffing, okay? Yeah. And so you can't have a 50% turnout. People aren't that invested into their own freedom. Sad, but true. And it won't, you won't see it. It's just mathematically almost impossible. Never in history have we even had a 30% turnout. Are you, they're trying to sell us that we have a 50 to 100 and even 110% turnout. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, well, that, that <laughs> I know I'm not very good up. at math, but I do know when 110 isn't going to be feasible. <laughs> and so Arizona, they, and, and I think it was Wisconsin, a lot of the key states too, had so many counties that were at 110% turnout. Now, if that were true, the, the, the reason that you would know if it was actually true, they would be applauding themselves. Look at our turnout. We're amazing. <laughs> you haven't seen one article like that because they're trying to hide it. Okay. They don't want to look at it because it would provoke an investigation. Why are all the counties suddenly so high? Why is everybody so invested? Honey, they're not. They never will be. You will have in this country 20 to 25% of the Americans doing the heavy lifting, and that's a fact. Whether you want to believe it or not, we aren't suddenly, just because our country's going down the tubes, totally invested. You'll never have more than that invested. So 50% turnout is impossible. 75% impossible. 110%. Well, now that's just downright. They're just shoving it in our face. Uh, Be right back, Kate Daly Show. (laughs) Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
welcome back. I share that song. Um, I love that. Isn't yeah. that nice? Yeah. I, I share that because that was my, uh, that's my song with one of my sons. And my son went away and uh, was on a uh, mission for my church for a couple of years in Panama. And he told me later, he said that song, because it was our song, we, we would road trip together and we always have so much fun together, uh, my son and I. And uh, uh, I do with all my kids, but this this kid particular is good for road tripping. Okay, so he's really mellow and fun, and we just get along really well. And um, we would go on these road trips, and we just love that song. And so he said that when he came, when he finally came home two years later, he said that song got me through the first three months of me being gone. He said I I, li- I would listen to it when I was kind of at those breaking moments where I just wanted to come home, and he said I would listen to that. And it would kind of you know it's gonna make me cry, but it would kind of you know get me to a place where I could keep going, you know. And so I listened to that, and that's what it reminds me of is uh, him. So every time I listen to the song, I'm always reminded of how um, how sweet and, and how fun he is, and and just I never knew that the whole time he was gone that that song got him through because it was our song. So I don't know if you guys have a song with your kids, but uh, that was, that's mine. I share that with you. So that's my song with one of my sons. Anyway, um, hope you, and I hope all of your winning streaks don't end. I hope that um, life is good to you. And even when it's not, be grateful because crisis can teach us a lot too. Um, so I just wanted to mention a hyperbaric, uh, just get a machine in your home. I, 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 I can't say this enough. I, I'm speaking in my state. I'm speaking up in Salt Lake uh, tomorrow night. And um, if anyone's in Salt Lake City, come see me at the Salt Palace. But I am speaking on the main stage. And let me just tell you, you have to take control of your health. Okay? It's going to get worse and worse and worse. And somebody was telling me they went to a hospital for a another. This was another breast exam. Okay? So not the one I talked about yesterday. But... This one was, and they, they told the woman, if you had a booster shot, you have to go away for six months because if we scan you, it'll come up that you have cancer. So I guess they just wanted to ignore it. Anyway, ignore her cancer um, because it's reviving cancer in people. But this, this person went in and said that the rules now, you can't take audio or video. You can't have anyone with you. you I mean, honestly, a whole list of rules. And if you can't be taking any meds, we don't prescribe you. And I mean, it was ridiculous the amount of stuff she had to go through. And she said, what? And she's a nurse. And she goes, what has happened? What has happened to our, our hospitals? What is going on here? And I am telling you, take care of your own health. Have things in your home that will help you, please. And hyperbaric can help. Every, I mean, it can just help. I can't say it can help everything, but man, darn close. Um, please get hyperbaric because it gets oxygen into your cell. Okay. And you're just sitting there breathing it in. You can read a book, take a nap, but it helps you every day. Um, and then the, the Israel study came out where uh, oxygen in the cell lengthens the telomere in the cell. And if we ever wonder why people might have lived 150 years in the scriptures, well, they had longer telomeres in their cells. And so that's a very interesting study that just came out. But it actually helps lengthen the telomere, which actually reverses aging at the same time you're getting help for whatever ails you. So whew, I love that. And then it's completely without pharma. And I love that even more. I have Don Fotheringham. Don, what else is on your mind? What What are you thinking about? I want to pick your brain. Okay. I, at least one thing I think we need to uh, emphasize mm-hmm. Uh, this business called climate change mm. is one of the greatest frauds that has ever been perpetrated on a free people. 
climate does change. It changes naturally. Yep. And uh, what we have here is a, a design for United Nations taxation of every person on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was carried out by Harlan Cleveland. I have this in my book. I love this. This was a great yeah. reveal in yeah. your book. Yeah. Harlan Cleveland was the worst. He oh, was, what a cad. Yeah. They, the United oh. Nations had him come and explain to them how they could get work, global taxation so that every person on the face of the earth pays their taxes to the United Nations. One of the things he came up with was climate change. He invented it. Yep. It was his idea. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the climate. The climate always changes, right. and it always will change. Right, right. And it has nothing to do with solving it. It's not something you solve. The CO2 that we breathe in and out is so dilute, mm-hmm. you would have to increase the world population by about a million times in order to have any effect whatsoever in the atmosphere. Harland is the reason we pay emissions taxes. Yes. Harlan Cleveland. 1995. Is the reason. Yes. <laughs> yep. So okay. he came up with this idea. Mm-hmm. It is nothing but an idea for every man, woman, and child on the face of this earth to be taxed at an international level. That's all it is. That's all it is. Now, the great way to stump somebody that really, truly wants to believe in human-caused climate change and thinks their straw or their bag is doing something or their little car is doing something uh, to the earth, uh, because it's like saying that you could say that uh, if you do enough, fall won't come. Or summer won't come. I mean, the seasons come. It doesn't matter. It's cyclical. Okay. Is to is to ask somebody, just outline, because I, you know, I mean, I grew up, I, I was born in the 60s, okay? And how has your life been changed by the climate change? So when you ask somebody that, how has it affected your life? How has it impacted you? There's going to be a long blank stare because they're not going to know how to answer that question. Because this should have impacted us for every decade because we were supposed to die at the end, right? Yeah. So you should be heavily impacted if it's true. But if you've been on the planet X amount of years, I mean, Don, how has climate change impacted your life? I mean, I would like to know how it's changed you. Uh, I mean, it, it, okay. may, it makes me wear a, a, a sun helmet. A sun helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so because it's so obvious. It's like, no, it hasn't really. I mean, I'm still doing the things I was doing a decade ago. I mean, it's ridiculous. But it needs to be exposed, and that's why I yes. appreciate this program. <laughs> you know. Oh, it simply amazes me how it keeps coming up in political circles. I know. This is the... And it's always a, at the end of every decade. Yeah. How convenient. The, yeah. Total fraud. Total fraud. So let's not buy into it. And right. Let's, and let's be a little more vocal about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. What else is on your mind? I uh, I just know because he's just like a fountain of knowledge. So then when I have you in front of me, I can never remember what to ask you. Well, it's this idea of uh, crises uh, leading to regulations. Uh, that's most of the regulations we have have been instituted on phony crises. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. like the. Uh, uh, the offshore oil wells. Oh yeah, that yeah. was uh, the mm-hmm. oil spills in the ocean were so terrible mm-hmm. that uh, they had to establish all kinds of uh, uh, new regulations, yes. new laws, uh, more government, higher taxes. 
I mean, a good court proceeding, and a, and it would have cleaned up on its own, I mean, did not have to turn into what we've turned it into. It, 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 if there was a spill or something. It, it, it was mm-hmm. totally immaterial. Yeah. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Did no damage. I think there was mm-hmm. a little uh, oil on the beaches for mm-hmm. a few months, and I've got that in my book, exactly yeah. how long it took them to clean it up mm-hmm. and uh, how simple it was and how that was really the uh, the solution. Don Fotheringham, um, author of The President Makers, which is required reading for this show, <laughs> is on with me today. <laughs> and let me just tell you, his book covers a lot. You really need to read, you really need to read it, and then you'll understand why we say the things we do on the show. Um, where we're coming from. There's, it's a really good foundation. But the, the, the climate change thing, um, you know, turning in, is turning into the Great Reset. And the Great Reset means that you, you won't do business unless you're going with all of their equity guidelines, the trans guidelines, and, of course, the keeping the, the mother, worshiping Mother Earth guidelines. If you don't go with that, you probably won't get loans. You probably won't get money. You, it'll be it'll be very tightly controlled. And why do you think oil and gas is going along with this? Why do you think they're not saying much about it? Mm, well, they attempted it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but I, I, I forget who I thought it was when during the Carter administration. Mm-hmm. We had this big uh, oil shortage, so called, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Fortunately, we had a man in the uh, in the administration who was very scientific, and he went around preaching to, uh, he giving talks, uh, public speeches, saying no, there is no uh, energy shortage, mm-hmm. and he was naming the. T- millions mm-hmm. of tons of fuel that we have in the United States. That was the States. secretary of... Uh, oh, That was sec- uh, um, Vincent McKelvey. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was head of the uh, U.S. Right. Geological Service. Okay. So he was going around telling people, hey, don't, yeah, we're, don't we're believe good. what the president <laughs> said. We have oil. We have, <laughs> and he named, he, he named the, the, the billions of gallons we have here and yeah, then and yeah. so forth. We're so, full of resources. Yeah. So here he's giving a speech over right. in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Carter sent his man in and fired him on the spot, huh. right where he was giving the speech about how amazing? much <laughs> fuel we're fine. we have. We're good. Now, it's yeah. not any different today. I'll guarantee you that. True. We have more than we will ever consume. And if nuclear were brought yeah, in, if right. we could use nuclear energy, you could forget anything about uh, yeah. uh, the, these other so-called disposable. It was funny. I had an interview with the billionaire Jack. Uh, oh, geez. Now I'm going to forget his name. He's the billionaire that lives in China now. He's a U.S. citizen. He lives in China. Anyways, he's like right up there with the, the Buffets and everybody else. And I asked him, I said, so why don't the states control their own oil then? I mean, what, this is pretty ridiculous that we buy into the feds doing it. And he goes, oh, well, the feds? The feds have to. And I'm like, <laughs> are you really? I mean, I was taken aback by his answer. Um, only the feds can do that. Well, that's quite okay. an answer. I'm going to have to remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just say, well, they have to. They have to. Um, yeah, that's it. And, and the states could totally do that. 
the states could totally do that. Control the oil in their own states and, and barter with other states. And uh, I mean, give me a break. They, we're, we're, we're told so many lies. And that whole 70s gas crisis was a joke. It, it never, it was never just like what's going on right now. We don't have a shortage. We There's no shortage, shortage anywhere. No. Well, when Trump was there, did we yeah. have a shortage? Nope. No. No. But, but what the first thing yeah. Biden did, he shut down the pipeline. Exactly. Said, we don't want more fuel. <laughs> yeah. I won't have a crisis if and you he, leave that pipeline so there. True. <laughs> and here, China, here's our here's our reserves. Nope, no oil here. I mean, I, it, it doesn't it doesn't it crack you up that people don't ask? Well, how did we how did we get a shortage? You know what I mean? Even without that pipeline, well, how did we become this short? Why did the prices go up? Well, they yeah. they, they, they just mean, assume that they they keep their foot on the gas pedal and and terrible. therefore they create the it's shortage. Terrible! Oh yeah. my heavens! Look, uh, Don, what a gift you are. I you know. This is a great book. Go get it, please. The President Makers. Like I said, gift it out. Gift it out this year. You know, could you even think of a better gift like that besides for the Kate Daly Show coin? <laughs> a coin and a book. There you go. I've got um, an idea. A coin in each page. <laughs> there you go. I like that idea. Uh, and uh, the coins are $99, and most of that goes to the show. We really need it right now. And um, we, uh, we uh, you know, we need the cells right now. And please go get that coin. It was modeled after the first coin ever minted in the United States. If you care about freedom of speech, please go get it. And then if you care about getting that truth, you've got to go get the President Maker's book because that is your foundation. That'll be a great foundation for you and your family. And it will open a lot of eyes. Thank you, Don. Thank, thank you, you, Kate. It's so fun. fun. And thank you for staying the whole show. Glad I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm always glad I did. What, what a gem. Yeah. I mean, really. Isn't he great? Uh, one of my heroes, heroes, heroes. So, everybody be faithful, be fearless. If you're up in Salt Lake tomorrow night, I'll see you there at the Salt Palace. But other than that, thank you. And uh, please go buy a coin. Please go get the President Maker's books. Give them out as neighbor gifts. I'm serious. It's just an awesome book. They'll love it, too. And they'll be grateful to you. I promise you. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll be back uh, to talk about local ballots and all kinds of things on Monday with Dr. Pesta. And see you Monday.